At Hendricks Regional Health, patient experience is at the core of everything we do. That's why we proudly present Health Talks with HRH. Here's Melanie Cole. Everyone experiences aches and pains from time to time, and steps like applying ice, resting, or using over-the-counter anti-inflammatories will sometimes take care of the problem. But when these approaches don't help, it might be time to consider a physical therapy evaluation. Indiana's direct access law allows you to go directly to a physical therapist for evaluation and treatment without the added step of a doctor's referral. My guest today is Ryan McNeely. He's a senior physical therapist in physical and occupational therapy with Hendricks Regional Health Physical Therapy. Welcome to the show, Ryan. So tell us when are some red flags that people have aches and pains, as we described, when is it time to maybe see a physical therapist for an evaluation? Sure. Thank you, Melanie, for having me on today. I really appreciate it. You know, it's a great question that, that we get asked very often is, when is it time for me to go in and see somebody? Um, I typically have a, a couple policies. You know, if it's been there for a couple days and it's not getting any better, we all are going to do something in our life that makes us sore. Uh, and as you mentioned, you apply rest, ice, and if it goes away, that's great. But if it's still there after a few days and it's not getting any better, it's not changing, and those remedies aren't doing anything, getting things treated quickly can make a big difference. It's a whole lot easier to treat most injuries from a musculoskeletal standpoint if we get in quickly and get them assessed. You know, and that's where the direct access law with physical therapy comes in great because you can get quickly in with your physical therapist, somebody you've probably built a relationship with in the past, and we can take a look at things and we can make it better a whole lot quicker when you catch it before it really becomes chronic. So how does this direct access benefit patients as opposed to seeing maybe they go to an orthopod or a neurologist or somebody first? Sure. What is the difference between that direct access? And it's a great question, and we're all working in the same partnership. You know, We work very closely and directly with orthopedists, with sports medicine doctors, and with family practitioners as well. And in no way does direct access take the place of any of those. Uh, and, and honestly, if we identify issues that are beyond our purview and things that we can't handle, we're going to be utilizing those same people and make the same referrals to those specialists as well. Um, a lot of times, uh, if something is not you know, dealing with an acute fracture or, or dealing with something you know, hugely traumatic, and it's just you know, muscles, bones, and joints and injuries, then going directly to a physical therapist helps because it, it, it gives us access to care faster. Uh, instead of getting right in and just working with, with pain medications or whatnot, but actually treating the problem as fast as possible. And that's where I typically tell people it's great to have a relationship with a physical therapist already who knows your history, who knows what's going on with you from a musculoskeletal standpoint, and so that when you do get in with them, they're going to know what's going on and can work with you quicker delaying that care. And if they need to bring somebody else in, you know, we work very closely with all those other medical professionals, and we'll get them involved if need be as well and get that care accessed and moving along as fast as possible. So what's involved in an evaluation with a physical therapist? What can people expect? Sure. Um, you know, we typically spend a full hour with our patients the first time they come in. You know, this is not a, a quick uh, process. You know, we're going to spend the first half hour at least most likely going through a detailed subjective exam, you know, a history of what's going on with the patient, what's really bothering them, going through a detailed physical exam, looking not just at the joint or the area that's involved, but everywhere above and below it, trying to see how your movement patterns are really affecting what's, what's going on. You know, I, I see it very often. I treat a lot of running injuries. I can see somebody who has a deviation in their form, you know, led by their foot. I can see it in their pelvis. I can sometimes see it even in their shoulders and how they have to adjust. And so we're going to take the time to look through all those different aspects and 
see really what is not just why is it hurting, you know, why is there having somebody's having tendonitis or why somebody's having, you know, stress through a certain joint, but is it because something else is going on somewhere above or below the chain that's really driving that extra stress through there and not just fixing what's hurting that day, but trying to fix those movement patterns, but trying to fix what's going on so it doesn't come back. And that's what really I think sets us apart in that extra time we spend and allows us to work on not just the issue involved, but the whole dysfunction that may be going on above and below throughout the entire body that's putting extra force to one spot. So if Indiana's direct access law allows you to go directly to a physical therapist, then Ryan, what is insurance situation for that if if referrals are not needed? Sure. And it really hasn't changed a whole lot from an insurance standpoint. Insurance companies see it just as they did before, even before direct access laws came into place. Um, Outside of um, our Medicaid laws in the state of Indiana, all commercial insurance, uh, for the most part, will allow direct access to a, and pay for those physical therapy referrals. Um, sometimes it requires a little bit extra paperwork on our part, but that's not a big deal. That's for us to take care of. Um, but we're happy to work with any person in their insurance, and we'll check all that before they even come in so there aren't any uh, you know, hidden aspects to it, and we can check that beforehand and make sure everything is covered beforehand. It's really great. It's it's a great ability for people. Now tell us about physical therapy itself and what you can do to help people with some of those aches and pains. Is it is it look like a workout room? Kind of explain about sure. what you do, what some of the equipment is. Yeah, well, you know, your traditional physical therapy clinic in most settings is, is going to be a little bit varied. You're going to have private rooms where we'll spend um, time with patients kind of one-on-one if we need to, providing some privacy. Most every physical therapy clinic also, though, usually has a large gym with bikes and treadmills, um, with weight equipment, with free weights, with uh, various mats, various tables for going up and down. Um, and, you know, we'll have lots of uh, large Swiss balls hanging around a lot of times as well. You know, my kids, whenever they come to visit me in the office, love running around and seeing all the different equipment that they can climb on and play with. Um, and we use all of that to put a patient through a, a program that is designed specifically for them. You know, we'll use our high-low tables that we have in the room for us to get really good movement. So if we need to work on a joint to mobilize that joint uh, and get it moving the way it properly should, we're going to use some of the gym equipment to work on strengthening different muscles that we identified are not, maybe are they're in bal- out of balance and they're not working properly. Somebody's using one muscle more than the other, we need to balance that out with something else, and we'll go through some strength program with them that day in the office, teaching them how to do it then on their own as well so that they can continue on doing it ongoing. You know, the, the key to physical therapy is always going to be, first, though, like we talked about, identifying what the true problem is. You know, what is the, the true aspect that's leading to their musculoskeletal breakdown, um, and not just where it's hurting, but the entire chain. Um, but then, two, it's going to be designing a program that the patient is a partner with, and it's something they can do on their own going forward because physical therapy for a patient is going to usually last much longer than their last day in actual therapy itself. We're going to teach them the tools to fix their problems themselves and keep them at bay and to correct those movement patterns, which may require a little bit of work on them, but we'll teach them how to do it. We'll take them through it with the clinic. We'll show them how to do it at home as well and so that they can correct their movement patterns and so that they can you know, move forward, move freely, and have better range of motion, have better strength, and have it in a way that's going to prevent muscle breakdown in the future as well. And obviously it depends on the patient and what condition that they've got, sure. but how long typically can a, a person work with a physical therapy? You mentioned working on their own, and people can't think of it or don't think of it as a personal training session. It's a very different thing. So how long and how many times generally can they see a physical therapist? 
Sure. And the short answer is however long they need to fix the problem. Um, obviously, we work with insurance companies, and sometimes there's, limit, there's limitations with visits from an insurance company. Uh, but for the most part, we work with most patients, you know, a few weeks at a time, maybe a few months. You know, some of your more, you know, larger issues, somebody just had an ACL reconstruction, I might work with those patients up to six months or so. Um, but, but the answer really comes down to as long as is needed for the patient to fix their problem, uh, to fix their movement patterns, and then to show and demonstrate that they can do it on their own to make sure it doesn't come back. And some people, that may take only one to two visits and be done really quickly. That's where I get back to what your first question is when to come in. If we can catch things quickly so they don't get out of hand, um, so the pain doesn't get really set in and the tissue doesn't break down, then it's a whole lot easier to treat. And maybe it's just one to two visits. If it's something that's been there for many years and problems that have been there for a long time, back pain that's been persistent since they were in high school, uh, well, that might take a little bit longer when we're having to try to fix something that's been there for a lot longer, and those might take, you know, four, six, eight weeks or so. Um, but really, we come down to we'll we'll spend the time with you as long as you need it, but we'll give you then the tools to continue once you can do it afterwards as well. So in just the last few minutes, best advice about physical therapy, direct access, and tell us about your team at Hendricks Regional Health and Wellness Physical Therapy. Sure. We have a, we have a great team here of physical therapists, both in Brownsburg Avon, Plainfield, and then at our main hospital out in Danville as well. We have physical therapists, occupational therapists, um, as well as speech therapists on staff. And we work in conjunction with each other to provide, I think, feel the best care in central Indiana. Uh, we've been uh, recognized by health grades uh, over the years for some of our aspects of customer service and our outcomes. You know, we have been leading the charge from a direct access standpoint from the very beginning and, and have been uh, utilizing this law to help our patients here on the west side of Indianapolis for a long time now. And we work in conjunction then not just with the physical, occupational, and speech therapists here, but we have a conjunction of orthopedic surgeons, sports medicine physicians, as well as a lot of primary care docs in our network. And we spend and take a collaborative aspect of how we approach our patient care, uh, utilizing those different resources, even our wellness department for some of our long-term care for people that really need help with some uh, changes in their lifestyles as well. We want to take an approach in how we look at somebody as not just somebody who has knee pain, but we want to look at that person as a whole person and how can we can fix them? How can we fix not just their pain and not just their movement, but how can we provide them the tools and the resources to provide care that's going to give them an ongoing ability to continue it from coming back or even affect some lifestyle changes they need to that will help them prevent some of the other problems that could persist as well. Uh, and we have a great group of people at, at all four of our clinics that uh, are here to help anybody. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being with us today. What great information. You're listening to Health Talks with HRH. That's Hendricks Regional Health. And for more information, you can go to Hendricks.org. That's Hendricks.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.